It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell, and your golden years. Welcome to Dr. Merrick Carpell and your golden years. This evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time, that's 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's 3 p.m. on the West Coast, um, on blogtalkradio.com and on drmerrickcarpell.com. And today is Sunday, May the 29th, 2022. It's Memorial Day weekend. And while we remember the fallen American soldiers on this Memorial Day weekend, we also dedicate this this show, today's show, to the children and teachers of Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, and their families, the shoppers who lost their lives at the Topps Grocery Store in Buffalo, New York, and their families, and to the many lives lost in Ukraine and in wars around the world. And I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell, and we are back live from sweltering Austin, Texas, with another great program in store for you. And Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here with us as usual to make the show run smoothly. In a little while after the break, we'll be joined from Washington State once again by worldwide speaker, blogger, minister, and author of several books, including This is the Life, The Power of Pause, Sanctuary, and his latest book, written during the midst of the pandemic, Stand Still, Finding Balance When the World Turns Upside Down. And he's also the creator of The Sabbath Moment, a weekly inspirational newsletter, Terry Hershey. And Terry joins us to discuss finding peace within so that we can bring peace into the world during this time in the United States and in the world. And after the show, you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website and the link to the podcast along with any links, website links that we talk about on this program will be posted later tonight. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years. And you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts after the show ends. For information from previous programs, to listen to previous programs, you can go to my website, drmaricarpel.com. You can also hear it on blogtalkradio.com and on Apple Podcasts for the, all the shows for the last eight and a half years. And for upcoming programs, be sure to follow me on Faith Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This evening's program is sponsored by Accomplice Entertainment, produced by, sorry, produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AMightyGoodTime.com. Wondering what to do after you're 50? How about having a mighty good time? It's free to search, free to post, and much more. Whether it's in person or virtual, anything can be found to fill your days connecting with other people. So be more active and start connecting with other people by going to amightygoodtime.com. That's amightygoodtime.com. 
So we're going to take a brief break. Um, don't go anywhere because it'll be very brief. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Terry Hershey. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. Now, Terry Hershey is a worldwide speaker, blogger, minister, and author of several books, including This is the Life, The Power of Pause, Sanctuary, and as I just mentioned, the book that he wrote in the midst of the pandemic Stand Still, Finding Balance When the World Turns Upside Down. And he's also the creator of Sabbath Moment, a weekly inspirational newsletter. And Terry sat down with me just two days ago about to discuss finding peace in this upside-down world so that we can bring peace into the world. So he joins us right here for this interview. So welcome back, Terry. Um, Thank you. Thank so you. glad to have you back on, and this is the time when we need your advice the most, I think. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. <laughs> so, you know, as I mentioned before to you, I invited you on, um, you know, after we were coming out, we thought we were coming out of two years of COVID and everything was bright and beautiful and then Russia attacked Ukraine and I ended up using a quote that you made on a post that you made on social media when I met with a group of elderly Holocaust and Soviet survivors um, because I kept rereading your quote every day to help me um, about looking at the small world in front of you in order to find peace so that we can help the greater world. And I thought that was really, really helpful. And now since the time that I invited you on, we've had two recent mass shootings, one right here in Texas, not far And then the Buffalo here, shooting? And the Buffalo shooting, yep. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. Here we are again, wondering what to do. Um, I think the title of your book, Stand Still, Finding Balance When the World Turns Upside Down, is kind of how it feels, like the world just keeps turning upside down. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's a part of us in our psyche, you know, that we're we're wedded to a script. In other words, we, we hope for a script, you know that this is the way life should be and or 
you know, when we get it together, this is the way life will be. And, um, and of course, every single one of us knows that that, that script falls apart in, in all kinds of ways, you know. Um, we lose loved ones. I mean, people die and accidents happen. And then we have catastrophes. I mean, weather catastrophes, you know, which they would know in South Texas. I mean, and then human catastrophes. And so um, one of the things we have to deal with is, you know, we have to first, first, the first thing I want to do is just set that script aside mm -hmm. uh, because that um, I, I need to start because the script is outside of me. See, the, the script. So I, when, when people ask, what's the first thing I should do? I said before, just step back, step back. All right. Um, and by step back, I mean, don't, don't let go of what you feel. You feel overwhelmed or you feel distraught or you feel angry or you feel uh, any number of things. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, but it's okay to own that. Just be there. But then step back from that. And the first, they say, what's the first thing we can do? And I actually return to something I've talked about for years, and that is this. Um, um, the first thing we, I ask is, Tell me, tell me what you're doing to take care of yourself. Tell me what you're doing to be replenished and nourished internally. Talk to me there. Let's talk about that first. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, one illustration, I mean, an illustration about that is I was speaking to a group of hospice care workers here in the Washington state area. Um, and the room is full of hospice care workers. And I was talking to them about replenishment because the world is crazy. Speaking of COVID, I mean, healthcare workers were overwhelmed. Sure. And so I was talking to them and I said, I'm supposed to talk to you about this self-care thing. And this is going to be very selfish. And here's why, because someday I will need one of you. Mm -hmm. And I want you to be at home in your own skin. And so the, the reason I start there is the self-care thing and be at home in my own skin is because if I start with the script and what it should look like and supposed to look like, I will always feel at the mercy of that story. Right. And I will always feel like I'm a victim of that story. And I will not feel like I have any capacity whatsoever to respond, to choose, or in the, you know, the title of my book, mindfulness, which is basically just to be here now. I, I didn't say, everything is resolved, I, but I can be here. I'm not running from me. Right. And so I start with that question with people. Just tell me, tell me where now you find self-care. Let's start there. And the world and really get, is yeah, always well, was, turning upside down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and, it, and, but we don't think about that. We think about, we think about, uh, getting the script together or fixing it or turning it right side up before we move on. No, I, it's okay to be grounded with this, Terry, even in a world that's crazy. And so what does that look like? Where do we find those places and spaces? And where where can we be that space and place for others? I mean, I use the word sanctuary a lot, but where do we create sanctuary places and spaces for a, in, emotional well-being, which is a big topic right now after the shootings, is emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how do we do that at the same time? This is this is the challenge for me, really. I talk a lot about compassion 
and um, I don't want to. I don't want to get numb. I don't want to be numb to other people's pain. I want to do something to help. Whatever I can do from my little corner of the world. How do we find that balance between compassion and and taking care of ourselves so that we don't burn out? Well, in a sense, compassion has to do with self-compassion because the greatest gift I can give um, any any I mean care of any kind, care of any kind, begins with self-care. And I bring this self, this self to the table. Um, um, one, of, one, of, uh, one of the ladies in Dr. Luther, in Dr. Martin Luther King's church, um, she, when they were marching, doing marches a lot with the bus thing, they were doing marches, and she wanted to march every time, and she was in her 80s or something. But um, he, Dr. King said, no, I, I think you should just sit this one out. Just sit this one out. And she said, no, Dr. King, I'm going to march. She said, my feet is tired. My feet is tired, but my soul is rested. Mm-hmm. And so my capacity to march, to care, to, to do something compassionate in the world around me begins with that. My soul is rested. There's self-compassion. Now I have, I have something to give from. Right. Um, and... And so I, I start there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think sometimes when things get like so many things happening at once, right? We're <laughs> that it's it's so overwhelming that it's hard to imagine sometimes getting to that point where I feel nourished enough to be able to then go out and help other people. Yeah, and the nourish enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, uh, because I, I, I just, I just start with the fact that, um, you know, just to be able to answer the question, I made this choice so that I could uh, be at home in my own skin, so that I there would be there would be nourishment and replenishment for my spirit. And the, the words I use when I write in my Sabbath moment are. To be emotionally and spiritually hydrated. Mm-hmm. We talk about being now, you know, now in heat. We need to talk about having hydration for water, but our emotions and spirit need to be hydrated too, and that's the choices to do that. And so, two things happen. One is, is that now um, I come from a place where I'm grounded. That doesn't mean it's not rocky and frustrating, and I still don't have anxiety. But I come from a place where I'm grounded. Because I can accept. See, if I'm at home in my own skin, then it's okay for the tears to be real. It's okay for the angry to be real. It's okay for the uncertainty and craziness to be real. I don't have to chase that away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't own me. And, and the second variation of that is, is um, you know, the, the quote you, you said you talked to the, um, the survivors about was, the shift, and I talk about the shift from the big world to the small world. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we do the thing you're talking about. Because the big world, I cannot figure it out. It is overwhelming. And and it's, if I see only the big world, my answer is really simple. There's nothing I can do. I can't do a thing. And I feel right. hopeless. But the small world is now just the world around me because Although I can't do anything about the big world, my small world tells me that there are people that I connect with who could use 
a helping hand. There are people I connect with who feel left out and hurt and could be included. There are people I connect with who just need a, a comforting word. There are people I connect with who who need help in that hydration part too. And, and so now I see these are choices I can make. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, even I I talk a lot about that with my clients, just being able to do, you know, just being kind to someone, opening a door, smiling, saying something kind can make someone's day and it could be really powerful. Yeah. See, because if I, if I'm overwhelmed by the large world only, the big world only, then um, then I simply, I end up walking by the things in my small world. I walk by that person not seeing the person I can be kind to, I can smile at. Right. So in other words, and so if, if the big world owns me, I, I I'm almost have blinders on to the world I can affect and change. Mm-hmm. Just like all of us who have family members know, we've walked right by our family members. Right. <laughs> on our uh-huh. way to solving the, those other big problems in our life. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, son, I can't talk to you right now. Dad's got an emotional crisis. <laughs> he has to solve uh-huh. with the world. <laughs> and it's, you know, people don't realize it's really powerful just doing small things that to help someone. We oh. think it's small. Um, I, I, I talked about this before, um, on this program, um, I was out shopping with my mom one time, and she had her walker, and you know it was it was very difficult to navigate because the the sidewalk was was not even, and you know she was trying to walk, and then we went to a store, and the the uh, door was very heavy. And I was trying to manage her so she wouldn't fall and open the door. And a young woman was walking in the other direction. She came over and she opened the door. And I was like, thank you. And I assumed that she was coming into the store. And that she mm-hmm. just opened the door and she let us in first. But as soon as we got in, she left. And I realized that she had just walked over the, specifically to open the door for us. And that one little act of kindness had such a powerful effect on me. I felt I felt so much relief that it was like people were looking out for us. I wasn't on my own to do this. It's it, it, see because she was she was grounded in her own skin, she could be present. I talk about it, the sacrament of the present moment. And if you're that then you see, you see those things. You see places where you can and what's what's amazing about the smallness of it i mean i mean i know we're talking about schools and teachers in a, in a way that's horrifying but the, the one of the marvelous stories about the teachers is when teachers are celebrated you know teacher of the year wherever mm-hmm. and then students from 15 or 20 years ago you know give these little this is what the teacher meant to me right and it's, it's always happens. Those those people, they're now adults, will tell a story about something that teacher did to teach, uh, that changed their life. The teacher will have no memory of that event. In other words, it was just a small, tiny thing. Right. In other words, she didn't do it. 
to be somebody or to get graded for it or mm -hmm. whatever. She did it because it was that act of kindness in a small world that she could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it made a big effect. Had a big it, effect. It changed somebody's life. Right. Right. Yeah. So any thoughts about people who are saying, well, you know, I, I don't want to focus on all of the negative in the world because, you know, I, I I've been kept inside for two years, and now I want to get out and and enjoy life and follow my passion. <laughs> uh, okay, what would their passion be now? Whatever it is, whatever it is. <laughs> um, I I I you know uh, uh, bless you, but uh, and I'm in favor of that. I, but one of the things that we go back, if we're going back to the small world and punishment and, and, you know, in places of sanctuary, then the question is, um, how do I create a world where it's a safe place? It's a safe place for me to be whole and healthy. And therefore, it's a safe place for the people around me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, that, that takes away something that would just be what would make Terry happy or what would make what would, uh, you know, what, what would I prefer to do that makes has no relevance? No. Now I'm aware that there are things that make, that make the world safe for mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And those are choices I can make. Um, because, it, you know, the, you know the, the third thing I would say is that no one of us are on this journey alone. No one of us. It's an impossibility. You know, Ram Dass' thing, we're, we're walking each other home. Right. And if if I see, you know, to, to your question, if I see, yeah, I'm tired of this, I want to go do this, if I see that only as a solo act or a solo question, then I'm missing. I'm missing the, everything we've just talked about. Right. Right. We all want to have meaning and purpose and helping other people in whatever way that we can gives us that meaning. Yeah, my yeah my my quote um, that I used in Sabbath moment this week was from David Orr. It's one of my favorite quotes. He said that the the world doesn't need more successful people, but it could use more peacemakers, healers, restorers, storytellers, and lovers of every kind. Mm -hmm. And and I say Amen. I say absolutely. I mean the. Uh, one of the things about Western thought, the country that we live in, is that we still, we, we sort of knee-jerk back to everything's individual. You know, it's me, it's mine, it's whatever. Right. And it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's we. And, and so there are, the, there are the vulnerable among us that we need to say, um, can, can, I, can I hold your hand for a while, you know? Can I help you along for a while? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in the couple of minutes that we have left, um, can you let listeners know how they can read your books? You have all these great books, The Power of Now, The, the Power of Pause, I mean. Um, the Power of Now would be a great title. Power of Now, yeah, yeah that, was, that was taken by Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> yeah, he, already, he, already, he beat me to that He beat you to that one. The Power of Pause, Standstill. Yeah. And also your Sabbath moment newsletter. 
You have all this great advice. How can people find it? Well, yeah, thanks. The, the newsletter is it's uh, people can get it once a week if they want, or they can get it every day. I write. I don't write Saturday and Sunday, but they can get it every day if they want. And basically, it's it's about emotional and spiritual hydration. Mm -hmm. I tell stories that help people just stay grounded and and live in mindfulness. That's the word that was in the in the book title. But to live in mindfulness and so yeah, just my name, terryhershey.com. That's all they need, terryhershey.com. And you can go get it there. And then all of my books are available there. They're available on Amazon, of course, too. And you can do the audio or what are the kind where people read it on a screen? They don't get a book. What's that called? Kindle. Kindle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, wait a minute. I want a book. Yeah, otherwise, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but, yeah, we're uh, – we're, uh, we're pleased to have anybody who wants to be a, a part of that um, that Sabbath moment community. Okay. Do you still have your courses online? In fact, uh, thanks for asking that. Yeah, I have an e-course on every one of my books. Stand Still and This is the Life and The Gift of Enough and Power of Pause and Sanctuary. Anyway, I think there's six or seven e-courses. And during COVID, because it dramatically affected people, I mean, I, lo I travel and speak for a living. I lost all my work. I mean, people, it affected people. So I made all my e-courses free. So wow. if they go on terryhershey.com, go under the e-course tab, sign up, have fun, enjoy an e-course. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're good to, they're good to trigger conversations because I think the conversation you and I had today, it's actually better to have this as a conversation with someone else as opposed to just rolling it around in my own head. Right. Right. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to post a link to that on my website post about this show. Um, when I after this show airs, so people can just go there if they forgot, if they didn't have their pen and paper ready, they can just go there and click on it. Yeah, or if they're my age and they forgot, you know, it's that kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for doing what you're doing. I mean, yeah. thanks for talking about stuff that really matters. Thank you, and thank you for being on the program again. We really need the as much healing as advice as possible, and your advice is very healing. So, oh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, I'm going to turn that. Okay, okay. we're, we're going to take a brief, brief break, break, and we'll, and be, we'll right be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpell.com. All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And um, I'm not going to talk too much um, longer. I think that Terry Hershey's words stand on their own, but I did want to just follow up briefly by reading the poem by Amanda Gorman. 
um, the first National Youth Poet Laureate. And she wrote this. It was published in the New York Times, um, Hymn for the Hurting, the day after the Uvalde shooting. Everything hurts. Our hearts shadowed and strange. Minds made muddied and mute. We carry tragedy, terrifying and true, and yet none of it is new. We knew it as home, as horror, as heritage. Even our children cannot be children, cannot be. Everything hurts. It's a hard time to be alive and even harder to stay that way. We're burdened to live out these days while at the same time blessed to outlive them. This alarm is how we know we must be altered, that we must differ or die, that we must triumph or try. Thus, while hate cannot be terminated, it can be transformed into a love that lets us live. May we not just grieve, give. May we not just ache, but act. May our signed right to bear arms Never blind our sight from shared harm. May we choose our children over chaos. May another innocent never be lost. Maybe everything hurts, our hearts shadowed and strange. But only when everything hurts, may everything change. Okay. So on that note, we're going to end this evening's program a little early. Um, We're going to be taking a break for the next few weeks and replaying some of our recent favorite programs. And then we'll be back on July 24th and we'll be joined by author and human rights activist Michael Caputo, who is returning to the show to talk about his latest book, Chameleon, a Memoir. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and get the links that were given on the program, go to my website, drmaracarpel.com, and you can also hear this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years, and you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts in five minutes. And be sure to follow me on Facebook for upcoming events, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This show was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AMightyGoodTime.com. And thank you to my guest, Terry Hershey, and thank you to Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and a peaceful start to your summer. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. Stay safe.
Any guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. 